Well, good morning. Good morning, team. Uh, there we are. Uh, everyone's jumping on, which is great. Sorry, uh, <laughs> a little bit late this morning. Good to see all of you guys. Um, as always, welcome to the old fry yay. Happy Friday indeed, James. Uh, good to see the regulars here. Alison, Grace, Chris, Ashley, Jay. Love of my life, Shay Whitten. Um, and you, Robin, Sean, Nathan, Nick, Laura, James, Jimmy. Good to see you. Good morning, everyone. Great to see everyone here. A little bit late this morning, um, but, you know, better late than never. It's probably an okay saying. I don't know if it is um, better late than never, but anyway, let's see how we roll. <laughs> uh, yes, there. hopefully wherever you are, you're well. Um, if you're new today, give us a shout-out in the chat for those who uh, are new to the morning wealth coffee chats. Jason Witten's my name. Over 20 years, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand since 2003, where Sam, myself, and Shay, we decided to start a business, a company, doing uh, doing that, helping people grow their portfolios and support them in the process because it's, uh, you'll hear this one all the time, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It does take some time and you've got to have the right people uh, on your team to make this thing work. As you guys would already know if you're in the coaching and mentoring program, it's not as straightforward as it sounds in some of those books uh, that you might have read like me when I first started out investing. But anyway, welcome wherever you are, wherever you're coming um, wherever you're coming from. Yes, Alison, I reckon I reckon uh, because uh, here at Positive, we're a big believer in the idea that um, uh, the diversification process includes investing in different types of properties and that can be, Apartments, townhouses, and houses. Um, you know, we believe it's a good mix. You can get an apartment closer to a location for a price. We've talked about that before. Uh, big fan of houses as well, uh, mixing it up. But uh, as you uh, as you see, Alison's on it already. Apartment prices set to bounce supposedly, and this is always an interesting one, isn't it? Um, let's have a look at this in the Fin Review. Uh, just. Uh, in the last couple of days, or actually yesterday or something it was, a bit of an article. Apartment prices set to bounce. Well, that's good. And and why is that going to happen? Um, because uh, there's a bit of rhetoric saying, oh, apartments don't grow, houses grow, which is rubbish, absolute, complete and absolute trollop. You know, the people who say that are the uneducated people who uh, don't take the time to understand the different pros and cons of different styles of properties. Um, very uh, ill, ill-skilled investors um, when it comes to the world of oh, only houses grow in apartments. Though that's rubbish. Uh, they're harder. They're certainly harder to get the right ones. Um, and um, uh, you guys know this. You guys know the flight, the quality conversation that Sam has all the time. We have all the time about this thing. So apartment prices set to rise. What's that got to do with uh, the price of I don't know, the price of bread in China? Is that an old saying? <laughs> What's that got to do with the price of something in China? All right. Anyone remember that saying? Chuck it in the chat if you do. I, as a kid, my mum and dad used to say that all the time. What's that got to do with the price of eggs in China or something? Anyway, I don't know if that makes any sense this morning. Um, but uh, there you go. Apartment set to rise. And let's have a bit of a look at this, um, you know, depending on which bit of information and data, information and data you go and gather, 
the median average, the average or median house price. It depends on which bit you look at. But let's have a look at this right now, and we have a look at a few things. Now, uh, just recently I saw, I think it was the average house price, not the median house price. Uh, now, I'm not a mathematician by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yep, the price of tea in China. <laughs> Amanda, that's awesome. The price of eggs in China, the price of tea in China. That's right, that's right. That, that's what it was. What's that got to do with the price of tea in China? Uh Bit of a flashback there. Um, <clears throat> so, but it depends on what stats you look at, whether it's the median house price, whether it's the um, the average, um, the uh, the average house price, whatever it is. And this is an old chart I just grabbed this morning, um, but I just wanted to show you guys something that was quite interesting uh, in this sort of space. Uh, and I'll try and track. I'll try and track down a little bit more. Um, I know Sam's got it somewhere, but you, you'll you'll see the point. The point right now, team, is what has happened in places like Sydney and and Melbourne, uh, Brisbane, and Perth, and and all of the other the cities. The house price um, uh, in two thousand and eighteen um, was around that uh, that mark. Now the average house price is one point four mil in Sydney, one point one I think in Melbourne. Um, this is getting up around the 700k, uh, and Perth um, is sitting about the 600k. And I'll get some stats on it. I tried to track it down this morning, but that's why I was a little bit late. I know I had them somewhere, but uh, <laughs> couldn't find them. So, but if you have a look at the median unit price, they haven't gone as much. You know, Melbourne's at 650. This has gone up a little bit to 800ish. Um, you know, Brizzy is around the 550. And on Perth, sort of up around the 450. Okay, so the gap, the gap for us as property investors, the thing that we want to pay attention to is the difference if we are looking at apartments, um, and that's part of our diversification strategy. That's part of our uh, location strategy because you know if you've got a budget of 600,000, team, you know if you come into investing and go right, I got 600k. Well, you know, you either have to choose another city, you know, because if you live in Melbourne or or Sydney, you can't do it. You have to choose another city or if you want to be in a specific city, let's say you want to be in Melbourne, you've got to choose an apartment, all right? So that's – we've all talked about this before, that rationale when it comes to this stuff, right, um, as we go and, um, you know, these things can make – a bit of sense as you go along, um, and until you sort of sit down and point them out or have a little chat about them, you know, sometimes they don't make a huge amount of sense until you rationalise and talk them through. So have a look at this. The gap, and now I, I want you to notice, you know, the size of the gap between, let's say, you know, uh, apartments in uh, Sydney, it's it, the gap is anywhere between five hundred and six hundred thousand uh, dollars. If you're a Melbourne buyer, you know the gap's anywhere from sort of three hundred to four hundred thousand uh, dollars. And in Brisbane, you know anywhere from sort of you know one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, or maybe a little bit more, two hundred to two fifty. And you can see the you can see the uh, the theme here. When you're looking at the apartment world right now, why the house prices dashed off out in front of the market, <clears throat> and the apartment price by 
default often um, is next to follow. And then townhouses and then it spreads out from kind of closer to infrastructure. There's that ripple effect that spreads outwards uh, as we look at it, right? But one of the little interesting things right now, team, is you have a look at this, the average house price compared to where's the gap, where's the sort of the value gap, the value gap we're seeing right now, which is interesting. And, Alison, this is going to, you know, play right into your comment um, because I know you've invested in, you know, something very good quality up in Brisbane. The 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 opportunity gap is think of someone selling their house in in Sydney or Melbourne uh, and then sort of downsizing to Brisbane, right? And the gap there, the gap is, you know, 600, 700K. It's huge, all right? And that's where some value is being created in some of this uh, apartment world right now. There's some other things at play, team. There's some other things at play in the apartment world right now, um, and one of them is a supply issue, all right? And it might not be the supply issue that that uh, we've talked about before. Now, tell me right now, uh, in the world of apartments, uh, you guys, which type of apartment, uh, let's say, let's which configuration of apartment in Australia is the most undersupplied uh, apartment configuration? Anyone chuck that in the chat for me if you know what it is. Uh, we'll have a little 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 sip of my coffee. Um, tell me, which one do you think it is? Which is the most undersupplied configuration of apartments at the moment. Alison, boom, right on it. <clears throat> Jeff is all over it, three bedders. Team, the three-bedroom apartment and the nice quality one is absolutely killing it everywhere in Australia right now. There's some there's some reasons for that because, you know, there's um, some baby boomer downsizes going on. There's quite a lot of people selling big houses and moving into apartments. Teresa, yes, the question mark is, and the answer is the three better, the three better team, okay, uh, and people will pay more, and especially if it's a flight-to-quality building. You guys know this. We talk about, you know, the right developer who builds amazing properties um, is just off the charts in comparison to <clears throat> in comparison to the, the no-named um, the no-name developer who doesn't care about what they do, all right? So chalk and cheese. Anyway, so three betters. <clears throat> and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the two better, two, two and a half bath, um, you know, two-car garage and so on, okay? Now, it doesn't mean that if you've got a two or a one better that, you you know, you're stuffed. It, it we're just, just saying that what's going to happen and what has already happened is the three-bedroom apartment space has absolutely shot off like a rocket, okay? Um, and then now that'll flow into the other styles of apartments. So <clears throat> that's what we're sort of looking at right now in the market. You guys sort of know this. You guys see this all the time as part of connecting with, um, you know, PRE and what we do. We're all we're all into that um, um, idea that which – type of property, but there's some nuances in that type of property right now. Buying houses, the five and six bedroom houses at the moment, team, actually have gone really well also. So, you know, that sort of luxury house has actually done something 
pretty nicely. But just have a look at this. Um, if, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, median median values and you have a look at, um, you know, the, the median value of uh, apartments and, and houses and their extrapolated growth rates, okay? Um, and the median unit uh, growth rate uh, over the last 25 years, um, I, I need to grab that um, exact number um, for you guys, but um, the difference the difference <clears throat> over 25 years, I'll get the exact number and, and circle around on this, but the difference from a study just done recently of the median house price and the median unit price growth over a 25-year period uh, was only 1%. So 1% difference. And I'm, and, um, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm quite close on this team, but um, it, it was like 6.1% uh, for um, the, the median house price, and then it was like you know 7.2% or something for the median. Uh, for, uh, 6.1% for the median unit price and then 7.2% for the median house price. <clears throat> now, you'll you'll hear a lot of people go around and go, oh, mate, it'll grow at 10% plus, you know, compounding, blah, blah, blah. What, what rubbish? What complete and absolute rubbish? That's that's one-eyed, right? If you get between 5 and 7% compounding growth on your real estate, that's what I would plan for, team. Anything more than that is wishful thinking. You might get more than that in one year or another. <clears throat> but if you add on top of that return, let's say you get a 6% compounding return, you know, your your yield is 5%, that's 11% return now. <clears throat> add back for the first few years some tax minimization, add back a percent. You know, on average, your yearly return is going to be, you know, 10, 11, 12%. Now, that's good returns on your money. That's That's fabulous returns on your money. <clears throat> Don't believe those people who say, oh, property prices double every seven to ten years. What rubbish. Absolute bullshit. Uh, what what the evidence shows, the statistics shows, that happens every 12 to 15 years without, um, with very little quality focus on the type of property. It can happen a bit sooner if you buy something better. But anyway, folks, there you go. Like at, at, at the end of the day, you know, if you bought uh, an apartment right now, an average apartment, let's say, um, let's say in Melbourne right now, or Brisbane because they're quite affordable, right? Let's say you bought an apartment for six fifty right now. In twenty five years' time, you know, two point eight million or um, two point. Uh, what's that? I'm gonna put my glasses on. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. That looks so much better. There's those small numbers I couldn't read. Anyway, there you go. Don't, don't give me any cheek about that, you lot. Um, all right, there you go. So 2.8 million for Melbourne, uh, 1.5 million for Brisbane. Okay, so that's good money. That's good dollars. By that stage, you've, your, your property's debt-free, debt-free, and it's worth, you know, 1.1. 1. 1. 2.8, you know, we're all pretty happy about that. So at the end of the day, team, you know, there is there is some conversations when it comes to, you know, the idea that, oh, you know, apartments aren't as good as houses or houses are better than apartments or whatever, um, and, and and that just doesn't hold true. That's just ludicrous. That's just rubbish. Anyway, uh, my, my lights aren't on. What did I forget today? There you go. Look at that. It looks much nicer with my blue lights in the background, right? Um, 
There you go. Look, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, so team, hopefully you're awesome and well. Hopefully that made sense today when it comes to, you know, hey, apartments are going to get some pressure because house prices have shot off and run away on us, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Um, that's the way it works. Um, and, um, you know, away we go. Listen, uh, we're going to do Wealth, Wine and Wisdom tonight. Andy and I are back on track, so make sure you join us for that. We've got a huge amount. We've been out of action for three weeks, so we want to make sure um, we cover what's going on over the last two weeks, a bit deeper dive than the Wealth Coffee Chat, so make sure you join us tonight at 5 p.m. for that one, um, a glass of wine um, and a good yarn. There's a couple of questions in here. James said... Um, Wonder if we could do a quick one about expenses as far as repairs and capital improvements. Absolutely, James. I will put that on the list. That's a great one, mate. Thank you for the shout out. I will do that. Um, keep an eye out for that one next week. That one's a good one. I can knock that over for you guys. Um, absolutely. Uh, and have a bit of a look at what might be going on. Um, and there you go. Um, Alison was talking about the, um, Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. People think that <laughs> people think that units are like you know, forty-five square meter units with no facilities. <clears throat> and unfortunately, Melbourne, 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 get your get, get your game together, Melbourne. Melbourne for about eight years had the worst planning control system for apartments in Australia. It was absolute rubbish, uh, and it allowed some developers to build some complete trash apartments and really make a bad, really make a, just a bloody cluster of it. Um, but in 2016, those rules changed. Um, matter of fact, the apartments that were getting approved in Melbourne between, I think it was 2000, um, I think it was 2005 to 2012 or 13 or something. Anyway, it was about a 10-year period. Sam's got better info on this. Were, were literally illegal in every city of the world except bloody Melbourne. It was just pieces of rubbish. Anyway, um, anyway, Melbourne's cleaned their act up. The the properties that are being created down there now are a lot better. So um, there you go. Yeah, Alison, great. Hey, Alison, maybe if um, if uh, if you know the the um, <clears throat> if you know the episode, maybe tag um, tag everyone in in the mentoring group on that one. That'd be awesome. If you do have time, cool. If you don't, I might grab that one anyway. But anyway, team, I'll I'll, I'll move on. We're done and dusted. Eight thirty. I'm sure people have got stuff to do. Um, you guys have an awesome day. Rest of your day. Join me this afternoon, me and Andy at five pm. If you got time, love to see you then. And and if I don't, have a great weekend. And um, yeah, let's hang out next week. Round about eight oh five. Uh, each day for another Wealth Coffee Chat. All right, team, take care. Bye for now. You're awesome. Bye-bye.